Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Be Unique Radio's Manifest Monday with Mary Brotherton. On Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern, Mary and her guests share manifest success stories and tips for how you can learn to create the life you've always wanted. Jillian Harris is with us the second Monday of each month. The Conscious Cougar herself and our generous sponsor will join the show. You don't want to miss Jillian's dynamic personality and manifesting knowledge. Now grab a pen and paper for Mary's phone number, then just call her with your questions about manifesting and the law of attraction. Here's that number, area code 516-418-5651. Don't be shy. Well, 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 hello everybody. I'm excited. Hello, Um, and I just love that don't be shy. I know that was something I I had sent her a little script and asked her to read it. And she added that. And I thought, well, dang, I like that. Well, in terms of what we're talking about today, it's about don't be shy too. Cool. I'm excited because, you know, it's the crazy season as people call it. Um, (laughs) Christmas time. It's Hanukkah time. Kwanzaa will be here before you know it. And people are going around shopping and, scurrying and having parties and getting stressed out and you know we're supposed to be able to relax at some point and enjoy our holiday and take a breath and and breathe in the love and and I mean this is supposed to be one of the most peaceful times of year did you know that during uh, yeah, the but, uh, in truth, it's one of the more stressful times. And, and yeah. a lot of the stress comes from folks, for folks who aren't doing that lovely list that you just uh, ran by. They don't you have do any know. parties to go to. They, they don't uh-huh. have and money that even to do that shopping. Too. Absolutely. But during World War II, they started monitoring yeah. vibrations. And... Or they may have started monitoring before then. I don't know. But I know that during, during World War II, on Christmas Day, it was determined that the fighting combatants were less uh-huh. inclined to kill each other on Christmas Day. Right. And somehow or another, they've measured and determined that the vibration of peace is so high on Christmas that it is just a tangible yeah. thing almost. And oh, my gosh. I would love if we, could if just we went bottle deeper that, into that next time. If yeah. we could bottle that and, and dig into the vibrations and how to create everlasting peace, I think we're getting there. I really do. To the power of conscious creation. I mean, collective consciousness, collective consciousness. It's almost like a vote. And there's so many people around the world feeling that love of the season at that time that that's what happens, like it's a mass thing. Well, you know and I know that there are a lot of people who hold prayer circles or drum circles or full moon ceremonies and it doesn't really matter what you call it. It's just a group of people getting together 
to share love and peace and harmony for an hour or a week or whatever. But there's definite proof that the collective consciousness has more power than individuals. Yeah. I really believe it's like horsepower. Like what power? Horsepower? Yeah. It's like, you know, the more, that's what I'm saying about collective consciousness. And to me, the way I see it, simply put, it's like voting. It's like how many people believe this certain thing? How many people yeah. are focusing in this particular way? And the more you have doing that, then the more likely, the more, you know, energy, the more creative quantum physics happening to that end result that, you know, it's about. That's why they've had research, so many um, research results that, I mean, unfortunately, there's been a little bit of both ways if you actually look into it, but there's been enough um, research that shows that collective consciousness actually has affect people gathered praying for a particular outcome and having that effect far away from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why, mm-hmm. you know, when people gather, when, look at Dr. Martin Luther King. The more people yeah. he could get, the bigger his cause became. And the bigger his cause right. became, the more the powers that were in place at the time had to listen. They tried not to. They try. I mean, eventually right. they did silence him. But, you know, it's, it's been like that for as long as I can remember. You know, the more you get together that, that are unified in thought, the stronger right. it becomes. And the more pa- there's more right. power in peace than there is in war. Oh, big time. And what I love, though, is that you're, we're starting this conversation in a global way, actually uh, intergalactic, because, you know, our energy can radiate out that far and have effect on, you know, our existence there, too. But right now, like the whole globe and, and what our needs are and the stress that I think we're feeling in so many countries, so many spots, including America, including Israel, including the Ukraine, including, you know, just I could go on with a long old list of places where there's, you know, some kind of discomfort that is massive and despair. And, you know, so those spots need the healing in any place and bombs are not going off in our neighborhood. And so we can actually concentrate and do what we're talking about today. Then we're actually putting in, in that collective consciousness sense to assist other people around the whole planet to be in a more, a less stressed situation. I mean, I dare say that and in that, this, yeah. I, I dare say in this century, there are very few yeah. people who do not know what the word Reiki means. And, and you know, people who practice Reiki, well, I don't know. I um, meet a lot of people who it, don't know. Really? It shocks me, but I do meet them. <laughs> well, maybe it's, it's, I should say it's more, more people know about it than they did 20 years ago. That I know. That's absolutely true, for sure. And, and yeah. my point is, though, that of those 
of us who do know Reiki is a healing energy that we can transmit anywhere in the world that we want to. Yes. And it it can create physical changes in people. Right. So if we can do that with... Yeah, go ahead. Well, what I was saying is if we can do that with that, what's to stop us from doing that with our prayers for peace? Exactly. And in fact, what I was almost interrupting you, sorry, to say is that the first level of Reiki that you get attuned to and you uh, take the course or whatever, that first level is merely to instruct you on how to operate what you naturally have, to open your eyes to the fact that you have this ability naturally. Like there's really nothing else that we can give you um, except the knowledge that you have this and that you can do these certain things. That's, that's level one of Reiki. You know, it's, Isn't that funny? It is, it is, and it's not, because it reminds me of a child who's learning to walk. That child has yeah. the ability and was born with that ability. It just needed time to develop its muscles and its bones to support itself. But then at that moment of yeah. truth, when it takes its first step, there has to be a parent or another, you know, somebody, another person who already knows how to walk there for support. And that's what the Reiki masters right. do is they're, they're just here to support us as we learn more. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. we learn to unleash um, it. Right. Yeah. I want to also say to everybody that, um, like, um, the conversation that we're having right now is amazing for the hope that is desperately needed uh, to stay alive um, in all of those spots that I was um, in basically alluding to a moment ago about the places where, you know, we have the stressful politics, stressful, you know, life conditions, you know, global uh, warming doing a number on certain places and, um, and stuff like that. Everywhere where there's any kind of hardship, um, we have, it may seem like it's astronomical and so ginormous, and I know that I feel that here in America. Sometimes I go, oh, my gosh, this is becoming way too overwhelming. <laughs> like, this is too much, and I'm so afraid that just it's going to get bad. And instead of feeling that hopeless to that, we actually, by looking at what we're saying here right now, there is an opportunity to shift that. We can collectively shift it. And that's what we're talking about today, to not, lose that hope because of how much power you are naturally designed with to uh, experience and target consciously at outcomes that you really want to happen. I'm, and also, I'm, li- I'm listening and absorbing. I'm absorbing everything that you're saying because I, I as awesome. you were speaking, it kind of, I remembered a show we had a couple months back where you were Uh telling people, um, you know, we all have the psychic ability. We have the ability to reach, reach our, to speak to our loved ones on the other side that we don't need a, we don't need to go out and pay somebody to do this for us. Right. And right. It's interesting because I was recently with a very gifted psychic. um, And the reason I call her gifted is because she's been practicing her psychic abilities longer and more pointedly than I have. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. 
she started out with this weird thing. And, and this is what I, the reason I'm telling this is because I want people to understand sometimes we have thoughts that we don't really know where they came from or what they're doing. But if we listen and ask a few questions, we figure it out. Um, because right. the spirit world doesn't communicate with us the way we communicate with each other in the physical realm. Right. But she told me, she okay, said, I yeah. woke up this morning and looked at my calendar and I saw, oh, we're having lunch together. You, had, you know, lunch with Mary. And all of a sudden she said, I heard John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I'm like, well, sing it. She goes, no, that's all I heard. Just that one word or that one verse. I'm like, oh, you got to sing the right. whole song. So we sat there and sang the whole song. She goes, well, what, what does that mean to you? I said, hmm. His name is my name, too. I don't know. Maybe it's about somebody who's got the same name. And then it dawned on me. My grandson, right. who was stillborn, his name is Jacob. And I said, oh, well, that's probably Jacob telling you to tell me hello. Well, then all of a sudden, oh. just with that recognition, the messages started flooding into her. Now, he has talked to me numerous times since, right. you know, 2004 when he was stillborn but for some reason he wanted to talk to her and right the conversation was so very funny and and just so surreal i'm sitting right. on top of your christmas tree I'm like no wonder the stars crooked curtis asked me yesterday why is the star crooked <laughs> take it please straighten the tree and don't don't crooked it up anymore and then he said, well, I'm at the circus right now. Like, oh, well, that makes absolute sense. My grandfather was a clown for the Barnum and Bailey Circus. And right. it would make absolute sense that he would, you know, be connecting with different family members. And then he said, and I'm eating cookies and playing with a little white cocker spaniel. And that one stumped me for a minute. And then I remembered that a dear friend of mine in Curtis's had a dog named Cookie who was a cockapoo. Oh. So it, it, it's amazing how different people receive messages. Um, yeah. You know, this particular woman, she, says she, she gets bombarded with an image in her head. I, it never yeah, happens images to Yeah, images are like one that. of the ways. Oh, it doesn't normally. Yeah, because no. that's one of the natural ways that the spirit world can communicate with us is images. And then for us over here, um, which, again, is really not far from there, um, we learn what those images symbolize or uh, we're just, you know, looking at it uh, factually, like, okay, here's this thing. And we either know that person and what that thing means to them or they're giving us brand new information that we need to you know, store as data. Uh -huh. But so, yeah, we are super powerful. I just wanted to say that because um, we're 15 minutes in and I want to make sure that folks know that one of the things that I intend for today is to share how I go about, um, I mean, it's wonderful, the global part, absolutely. But what about you? What about me? What about us and our desires, our, you know, those resolution things? Um, what's your plan? And I don't even look at, 
it as New Year resolutions anymore. Um, and it's a, it's a sad thing when you look at the statistics on how many people make resolutions and how long those resolutions last. <laughs> but I don't want to cut you off, Mary. Um, I just want to no, say no. that I do want to share what's up with that part because um, I, I think uh, whenever I talk to anybody about what do I do on any New Year's Eve, um, how, do I, how, do I, how do I bring in the new year, um, they're usually fascinated with what I do. And, um, and I think that what I do is definitely in alignment with what ends up happening and why I achieve so many things in any given year. Um, it's, you know, the, the intention and how I set it. Uh, on fire in a positive way, um, you know, and make it happen. So, uh, but what were we talking about? I don't want to just like drop what we were saying. Well, we, we were, you know how we do, we go, as, as a friend of mine says, we go around the barn three or four times before we go in. Um, we were talking <laughs> about the collective power and, and collective consciousness. Yeah. Well, and we were I, also talking I about yeah. being your own psychic, basically. Oh, yeah. And, and, and yeah. then I, well, I just, just segued into my grandson reaching out. Even though he speaks to me constantly, for some reason he decided to reach out to my friend before we ever got together that day for lunch. And I think it yeah, he's might... Yeah, an opportunity. Well, I think it might have been to help her. She has an issue with... Um, trusting her own self and, and realizing that she's as good as she is. So uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think this was to validate her because everything that she said, I could immediately relate to. Although I kept right. thinking, well, why did, why did you go to her, Jacob? Why didn't you just come talk to me? But that was why he, he knew she right. needed validation and that I could provide that for her. Um, right. It was it was very interesting um, to hear him say that sometimes he just likes to hang out with my old cat. And right. I'm like, okay, yeah, and the cat's nineteen, so uh-huh. sometimes that's all he can do is hang out. Um, but it was very interesting to, to have that encounter, and I, my point for that was, yeah, you know, yes, we can reach our loved ones on the other side, but. Uh-huh. Sometimes it does help to have that validation. And I kept waiting for her to say, yeah. well, he, uh, Jacob has this uh, stock tip for you. <laughs> yeah. Jacob says right. you should go exactly. buy big. Or, but he never did. It was just all, hey, how you doing? Just as if he was my grandson in the physical world coming by to visit. Right. It, it would have been no different. It would have been the same conversation had he been here in the physical world, just playing with the cat, chilling out, looking right. at the Christmas tree. Not really right, but having he, anything of I feel that he, he also took the opportunity to tap into your friend who does this kind of thing mm-hmm. on a regular basis, right? And yeah. even though, um, you know, uh, I'm, you're saying that the validation that was needed for her too, right? Right. Um. But and then you validated each other with this, and so. Um, but I feel like he took that opportunity, and that's what happened to me uh, before my book. Um, Have we met? It was basically um, folks on the other side 
going, oh, well, there's a medium who knows that she's a medium. The rest of these people don't know they're mediums, but she knows. And she goes in there all the time. So will I get her to tell him, you know, the thing? And that's what happened. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. And so they kind of took advantage of me, actually, but I was open to it, so it's all good. (laughs) Well, they can't take advantage if it's freely given. Yeah, well, I believe that prior to any incarnation, we make a deal with whomever, and this was the plan, that I'd be yeah. taken advantage of in that way. Because, you know, uh, look at they did have to kind of blindside me to get my attention. They did. Oh, She's yeah. tried I'm, many times. I'm real hard-headed. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, maybe Jacob did that also to remind her that I'm able to tap into him without – her help right right or to remind me of that well but i, I want to i want to hear i want um you know because okay, we've used great. up almost half an hour what do you i do? know here's the thing this is about how to make your stuff happen and uh so you know you do want to do it in steps and we start with the basic question what do you want <laughs> and so what i did um, earlier today, I said, well, let me do right now what I normally would spend um, New Year's Eve, like early in the day doing. And I, that means I really spend the time from like noon with a sandwich and, and, and some chips and a, a iced tea or something, figuring out what it is, you know, listing where I'm going, what are, what's my goal right now. So for me, it's a successful new book a successful and busy class that is related to the subject matter in the book, fitness and health, that's number three. Number four, um, a mutually blissful and monogamous romance that is so grounded that it is public. That's an interesting thing on there that the conscious cougar has never added. <laughs> so I like that part. But anyway, lots. Uh, the number five, lots of regular and quality time with my mom and myself, where it's just so easy, it's not even an issue. So right, it's natural. For me, those, yeah, those are my five things, just to give you an example of what you would do for your five things. What do you want? You know, so write out what you want. That's step one. Step two, you want to add in front of each of those things that you have written the words I have or I am. So instead of just successful new book, successful and busy class, fitness and health, um, I have a successful new book. I have a successful and busy class. Um, I almost want to say I am fitness and health. I have a mutually blissful and monogamous romance that is so grounded. It's uh, grounded enough to be public. And um, I, I have lots of regular quality time with my mom and myself. So you, I have and I things because maybe, you know, your goal is to become something. Um, and so you want to say, I am that already. I, uh, I want to be, Coupled, I could have said I am coupled in a mutually blissful 
that, in fact, thank you. That's what I'm going to do with that particular one. I'm going to I am it. I am it brings it present tense. So your whole system is feeling the power of those words and the meaning of right now, I am, present tense, this is happening. So that's going on. And the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of it about this is that there's parts of you, other parts of you that are going into believing um, that what you're saying and, and putting in is actually true. And you might even be feeling things physiologically in your body as you do this. But let's go to step three. How much do you believe each of these things are possible? So I had a list of five. I write five numbers, one, two, three, four, five. And then for number one, how much do I believe it? How much do I believe that my book is, you know, going to be successful, this new one? And I put 80%. So my, on all five, I don't do them all for you, but I can say they ranged from 65% to 90%. And I'd like to ask you a question. Is, yeah. What do you consider a successful book? Mm. For me, in this one, um, it, uh, to be perfectly honest, I mean, I want to be humble about it. I want people to be clamoring for this information that literally brings them breakthroughs in the area of communicating with their loved ones. But I also, for me, success on this book means that it brings me enough income I can you know, stop doing certain things that take me out of the world of spirituality and metaphysics. You know, so that's my goal, that I create uh, a new form of a way of living. Okay. And through the book and the book being successful, also for this book, anyway, not all the books, but this book, um, it means that it also um, enhances the, the class that goes with it. It promotes the course and encourages people to take the course. And then when they're in the course, this book itself um, is like a workbook with it so that they have another tool. Yeah, so that's what uh, is successful in this particular case. But what I wanted to say to folks is, you know, um, I'm a millionaire. You could do that affirmation all day long. I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. On your list, one of the things I'm going to make happen since uh, conscious creation is about I can create anything I want – I'm a millionaire. I want a million dollars. But you can go through that all day long. And if you don't believe deep, deep down, if you don't really believe that that's possible, it's not going to happen. And ultimately, you end up saying words like, you know, this conscious creation thing, law of, attri- law of attraction thing. It's just, you know, it's just a trending um, BS. It's not real. The truth is you didn't believe it enough. Exactly. So if you don't believe you can make the million, do you believe you can make 500000 Do you believe instead of that, because maybe that's out there too, do you believe you can make twenty grand? You know, does that feel more attainable to you? Um, do you believe that you could create 5000 Okay, let's get really, really real. Can you, do you think you can make that happen? And if you feel that the belief ratio just like elevated and went up to like, at least 51%, then boom, that's where you are. 
start there, work with that, and then watch yourself make that $5,000. And then you go like, wow, whoa, this was kind of cool. And you can raise it next time to like, you know, seven or 10000 or something. Or maybe now you can go for the 100 because you get how to do it. But, uh, yeah, so your belief is where it starts. That's where the whole formula starts. In fact, I don't know if folks have heard me sometimes say that to me the formula for manifestation is belief plus focus, which you're focusing on, kind of adds into what you're giving energy to. So belief plus focus plus energy equals manifestation. That one down. You heard it here first. (laughs) Uh, I love it. That's how I see that one. So um, it is also to get to get to 100% is magnificent. That's in serious power because belief, again, is where it starts. So if not, if then, oh, okay, also, here we go. Now, I'm looking at my list, and um, at 80% on my belief that the book can be, you know, all that and whatnot, and, and 80% that the class is going to be great, you know, I'm at 65% on my fitness and health thing. And I'm like, why? So when you look at this, now know that those numbers are enough to make it happen, which is good. Um, but if you're not at 100%, which I'm not, the next step is figure out why not. What is it that makes you believe that there's this possibility that you can't have this? You know, because the law of attraction doesn't really care about physical circumstances. It's about making magic, really, you know. And and this is, um, especially if you're a spiritual person, because this is all about spirituality, spirit beings, more than physical bodies. We're so incredible as spirit beings that we're just borrowing these bodies, but we still get the power of being the spirit beings. And so this really, what I'm talking about right here, are the natural amenities that come with being a spirit being that we just, you know, we don't learn about it because we are raised, most of us are raised by people, normal people who think they're just human, and they don't know. They don't realize what they're really driving. (laughs) So, um, okay, so you've got to look at that. And in my case, on a lot of these things, history is messing with me. You know, and and what's interesting is in the law of uh, the law of conscious creation, there's an answer to history, and that being a thing, if that's what you've always experienced over and over and over again, the answer to that is that when you know it didn't work out the previous book in the previous book or hasn't yet or whatever, that was then. This is now. Yeah. Different moment. You know, that's the answer on that right there. Boom, done. So you want to step into a new realization. You know that like your your current and your upcoming successes have absolutely nothing to do with the past. Nothing to do with it. Get with that. That it doesn't have to be linked unless you decide you want it to be linked. Then they're linked, and then you're doomed. <laughs> Disconnect that stuff right then, you know. So, yeah, I wrote something. Except that those past results made us step into our game. Oh, step up our game. Ooh, 
good point. The past result, if it didn't work out so well, made us, you know, pay attention and figure out what do we need to do to be better at, to, you know, have a better result the next time. So we step up our game and become even better, and so there's that. So and then I also realize, too, that sometimes you'll find that your why not, why not 100% on your belief that you can do or attain or be something is because of some kind of misperception. Uh, mistakenly seeing things as black and white, well, it's like this or that. And so oh. if it's this or that, then how, how am I supposed to, you know, I'm so sure. Or um, you are just uh, going to be victimized because that, that, that. Exactly. How many times do we say, I want a green car? We end up getting yeah. a purple car and we then yeah. we'll walk around going, well, I didn't get what I wanted. Excuse right. me. The dang thing is purple. Right. Put, put, a, right. put, a, put a coat of green on it. I mean, the, the house that we right. bought, where Curtis and I live right now, I, I manifested huh. this house by writing down a list of what I wanted exactly. I mean, I knew exactly how many rooms were going to be in it, how many garage, how many cars would fit in the garage, and I had it down right. to everything. Well, when we bought right. it, it didn't have everything. It didn't have a right. pool. It it didn't have right. the three car garage in the workshop. It didn't have my little art studio that I wanted. Um, right. But I loved it anyway. The main thing it did have was it had been owned by a couple who were in love. And that was one of the right. stipulations. I wanted that love energy in it. So, Oh, my God, that's so amazing. And it had the room for us to expand. So we now, seven years mm-hmm. later, have the swimming pool. We now have the workshop. Right. So you right. know, it, sometimes the universe says, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a taste and see how you like it. Right. And if you, right. if you like it, I'll make it possible for you to get the whole cake. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so wait. Let me keep yes. going. Um, exactly. We are talking about your New Year's resolution, which you can get busy working on right now. You don't have to wait till New Year's. You know, you might be busy New Year's Eve, you know. Handle it now. <laughs> like, let's get this ball going now. Once to decide what you want. List that. And I recommend not focusing on more than five things. Um, so I went for a full five this time. But, you know, if you just got to go for six or seven, go ahead. But realize that it's a lot, and you want to uh, be able to aim uh, and focus. And so you, there's more power that you can do that with is like a less, a smaller list. I hope that what I just said made sense. It kind of felt crazy when I said it. Anyway, it, then you want it, to made, put the, it made uh, enough sense. I think people can figure it out. <laughs> um, and so then um, in front of the list of each of the things that you want to create, be, or achieve uh, in this new year, um, you want to put the words I am or I have. So you may slightly reconstruct that sentence that you of the things that you want, but you want to make it present tense, so you bring it into the now, right now. So then the next step is you want to look at each of the things on your list and figure out what percentage uh, between zero and 100%, where are you in the belief scale? How much do you believe that you can create, be, or achieve the things that you have listed, each one, 
write down what the percentage is on it. Then you want to look at how come for each one. Why is it that you're not at 100% on each one of those? And, um, and figure out if that's some sort of fallacy that you've been living. Mm. Is it a misperception that right. you've been living, especially when it comes to the law of attraction? Don't forget that now you're, you're, you're stepping into how to create this and how to, how to work from uh, the mechanisms that you naturally are as a spirit being. So next, you're going to, oh, that's where we are. So we're going to go into step four, which is about being what you want. And what do I mean by that? How can I be a Lamborghini? Okay, how? What I mean is <laughs> You can be a Lamborghini <laughs> owner. I want the Lamborghini, so how can I be that? Well, what it is is that you don't really want the Lamborghini. I mean, you do want the Lamborghini, but let me get to really, really tell you. What you really, 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 really want is what having the Lamborghini feels like. It's yes. what it feels like experience of owning that, knowing that you could just go hop into that Lambo anytime. It's the feeling of driving down the street, uh, putting the top down, the wind through your hair. Okay, and I want to admit, it's the feeling of knowing that all eyes are on you because you are hot in that car, right? <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So it's that feeling, and it's the feeling, it's the feeling of that, and that is what you really want to focus on. It's time now to get with what does that feel like? What does it feel like to have a super successful book? What does it feel like to have the kind of success that I mean for myself when I say the class is busy and people are really enjoying it and getting, gaining a lot from it and telling everybody and everybody's taking it? What does that feel like for me? And, um, and so then that becomes um, what you're focusing on, not the thing so much, but the feeling, because you're getting, and then if you can't quite get it, let yourself do what I call a walking, breathing, living vision, so that for like five or ten minutes, you're in your head, and on your mental screen, you can see five or ten minutes of yourself living this achievement, um, this um, thing that you wanted to accomplish, this goal. Um, It has come to fruition, and now you're in it and you're watching it, and you're watching yourself be in it, and what does that feel like? So now you want to memorize and capture uh, the feeling. So you want to do this with each of the items, Um, and then I want to tell you that some really incredible stuff happens with your physical body when you start to do that. Your physical body starts to jump in in sync with your um, spirit being, you know, your spirit body and, and physical body is merged. Your your, your uh, spirit body is borrowing, using uh, the physical body. The physical body cannot live without the spirit body. The spirit body is just fine without the, the physical body. But as they are merged in one, as we do in any in incarnation, the physical body has stuff that it kicks in and does for us. So, for instance, um, not only while you're feeling so good about what it, it's like now to be a, a Lambo owner, your endorphins are going crazy, 
maybe oxytocin is firing off on your brain. Dopamine is feeling good, you know. I mean, this the stuff feels exactly like drugs, but it's natural. Chemicals flying off your brain <laughs> from your brain, being triggered by your brain as you have these feelings. And, um, and then there's this bundle of nerves, a little bundle of nerves at the base of your brain called your reticular activating system. This bundle of nerves actually does a, a um, uh, it filters. It's a filtering process. So it filters based on what we focus on. So whatever you're focusing on and giving energy to is what it's going to show you more of. So, for instance, when I wanted a, a Jeep so bad and I needed to, I, I was like, that was it. I need a Jeep. And right now I'm doing it on a truck. So let's do that. I really, 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 I want a truck really bad. I want a great, big, fat truck. And uh, <laughs> and now it's like there's nothing but trucks on the road. Like there's not uh-huh. no other car at all. It's like, <laughs> like that's all I see is trucks. I'm like, dang, everybody's got a truck. I didn't realize that. And that's what's happening right now. The same thing happened with the Jeeps. The same thing happened when I wanted something blue. All of a sudden, there's blue everywhere. Um, so that's your reticular activating system. And so what you focus on, now if you focus on negative stuff, it will start showing you more and more of that negative that you are focusing on. Yes, so yes, So focus yes. on being discriminated against about, you know, just any – Thing like that, instead of focusing on what can empower them to rise up out of it, then that's what they're going to get more of. So that's our power. So now we want to fifth step, and I think I'm in the nick of time on this, um, is gratitude. So you know the power of gratitude, and if folks don't really get why folks say this thing, and it just sounds so trite, and it's just so cute, this gratitude thing, it's about the power of the nowness that it puts in right now. It makes you say, not only grateful to whoever, uh, for me, God, I'm so thank you so much for how my book is successful. Like, thank you. I haven't even finished the last page yet, and I'm grateful that the book is successful. It's going to be published January 1st, 2024 so that it has a brand new year date right exactly um and um and um yeah and i'm just so grateful and so just to be grateful for it now you get all that stuff that i already just talked about physically i feel something in my solar plexus you know the butterflies just start getting like excited and stuff as i talk about this gratitude um that i have and and not forgetting that i just like you all of us are unique expressions of the creator of all things. So what you want is, now, let me just, last thing. 30 minutes before midnight on New Year's Eve to 30 minutes after midnight on New Year's Eve, here's what I do. I've got my list of what I want, and now I'm going to do things. I'm going to separate the hour into five parts, and I'm going to do things that represent each of these five things. 
It's easier, of course, when you just have a couple of things. And this is another reason why I say don't make like a list of 20 things because you want to cover it in this magical hour as the clock is making it change from this year to the next year. So um, some years I've been like, okay, I'm going to meditate. Okay, so I meditate for like 10 minutes or so, and then I'm also going to be working on a book. So I sit down, and, and I remember one year I got stuck in the book for like 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, no, and I wanted to dance more in the next year turn on some music, dancing, and then, you know, there was just a list of things, and I just ran around like a crazy person and enjoyed all this stuff that I did within one hour. I managed to get it done, you know, I stuck too long on the book, but that was good. I got the book done that year, I remember. But anyway, um, that's what I do. (laughs) And um, I hope that that uh, folks took notes, but that's how I bring in the new year with, like, seriousness. That's like gangbusters. I love it. And, you know, it works because this has been scientifically proven that if, if you yeah. state if you state your desired outcome in the present tense yeah. and in positive language, believe right. that you deserve it or that you're worth it and put some gratitude on it and I like to say put a little action, which is what you're doing in this half an hour before and half an hour after. You're putting some action Mm -hmm. on it. And I wanted to say one thing to our audience before we do go today. If your um, New Year's resolution is, say say you're a high school graduate, you haven't gone to any advanced uh, classes, and your Mm -hmm. resolution is to become, you know, get your master's degree or your doctorate, bear in mind that these things are not instant. You can't say on New Year's Eve, I am a, uh, I am a doctor or I, ha- I right. have my master's degree. You can say it, but you've got to understand there's right. certain things that have to be put in place. You've got to go through the steps that are required. If you're some kind of um, little evil genius or whatever, you might be able to flow through quicker than most humans, but the majority of people are going to take four, six, sometimes 12 years to accomplish all this. So be right. prepared and it's a for journey that. anyway. Yeah, exactly. and know that because you have – what's happening is as you see it and you go through your challenges, you don't have to be as stressed because you understand you are a doctor. This is going to happen. This is just a little hurdle because you already know the outcome. So just work your way through it. Figure out what the solution is and get through it. The reason that I asked you what success meant to you, one of my Uh manifest statements for years, years, has been I am a best-selling author of inspirational books. Well, dog, right. guess what happens? You you can say that, like you said earlier, you can say that till you're blue in the face, but if right. you don't get your first book published, it'll never happen. So you've got to right. do certain things in the physical realm to make the spiritual world work with you. And so now that I've published my first, second, and third book, I'm selling yeah. them. Have it. I'm not at that um, selling them off the bookshelf stage, but 
it won't be long. I'll be putting them out on more uh, platforms, and who knows right. what's going to happen. But I'm working on a yeah. novel. I believe it's going to propel me to that point. Right. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. But you you have to know clearly what you know what you can't just say I want to lose weight because right that's I want too- to then the universe is like okay you got it you want to yay there's the flu bitch <laughs> <laughs> you know you right. you have to be very mindful of all of these things. I want to be fit and healthy. I like to say yeah. my body mass index is perfect for my body. Right. And I'm working toward that little by little. It's not an, I didn't get fat and old overnight, so I can't have a right. useful figure overnight either. Right. Right. It takes a minute. It takes concentration and it is the journey. And it's what you go through psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, and physically while you make your way to your goal line. And don't you find, Jillian, and that's that what I love. When you oh, don't I find what? Are, when you're manifesting, sometimes you achieve something and you realize, huh, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. But I got it, so thanks. But now I need to move to something else. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Or you, along the way to that thing, you end up uh, stopping off at a spot that's even better than the result you originally wanted. And oh, you realize God, that you would yeah. never have gotten, yeah, you would never have encountered this heaven-esque moment had you not been on your way to that other goal in the first place. So it's there's never a wasted moment in my perspective. I just don't think. Can I tell people how to reach me? Please. Because it's coming up on that time, and I don't want you to not be able to reach me. If you want to reach me, you should just reach me. So um, the conscious cougar at, g- at gmail.com, that's where you email me. There's that. But there's also the conscious cougar dot com that's the website and um yeah i think that's all i want to share at this moment but um everything is wonderful i'm excited um which is incredible because just a minute ago i could barely breathe uh without crying and stuff you know uh the grief thing is still there but um I definitely um, am merging into my dad just simply being with me all the time and uh, getting a new understanding for that, which I talk about a little bit in the book. Like, you know, there are folks who believe that, you know, you're holding that person back in their spiritual development um, by, like, keeping them here in this realm with you. Um, But that's not true because of the multidimensionality Uh that we are. Individually, I don't know if I ever told you about my father. He died more than about 35, 40 years before my mother did. And uh-huh. she was in her late 70s when she remarried. It lasted a year of no big deal. Uh-huh. But my father still came around to visit. Everybody, I have eight right. siblings. Everybody in my family right. knew it. 
We all we had a right. certain um, he had a certain knock. We would know that he was knocking at the door, even though he wasn't right. physically mm-hmm. with us. Um, the day I yeah. moved in to take care of my mom um, until she passed, that same day I my father came to visit, and I heard him say clear as day. I'm just so proud of you for taking care of your mother. And he would do things like that to all of us. Uh, different family members handle it different ways and perceived him different ways. But my younger son right. moved into my mother's house after, after she died, I inherited the house. And then she, um, I moved to Florida from South Carolina and I didn't want to leave mm-hmm. the house vacant. So I asked my son, would you like to just move in? He said, sure. So he moved into the house and there was somebody there. Oh, maybe three years after my mother, my mother died, my son called me and said, hey, I just had a visit from Pops. I'm like, um, you do realize that you were like 18 months old when he died, right? He goes, I know. <laughs> he said, but you know that you don't need to know somebody in the world to know them when they come in the spirit. I'm like, yes, I do know that. I said, so what happened? He goes, well, he just wanted me to know that he would not be coming back to the house anymore because he's now with his sweetheart. Ah. So, you know, he stayed for 40 years attached to her and to that house. So I've got yeah. no doubt your father can come and hang out with you. And I expect. Yeah, well, I know, you know he's doing that to you. And I've both, I've also felt that when my mom crosses over, that they both will leave. And I will hate that. Just letting them both know. <laughs> <laughs> Telling them right now. Yeah. Yeah, that, they, that's yeah. possible. But remember what yeah. I said at the beginning of the show, how my grandson who visits me, decided to go visit my friend and he, he yeah. spoke only through her. And I mean, he could have just yeah. as easily had a com- a three-way conversation, but he didn't want a conference call. He wanted to let her know so that she could tell right. me. And right. there will be times I think your parents will come back, whether it's to yeah. you well, personally think, or through other people. And when I request for them, when I request them to, they will never not the response to me. So I don't think that will ever happen. But like my dad just like hangs with me. I know he's here at the house. I love being in the office because there's certain things in the office that only he touched. And so, and I get to touch them. And so I get to get that connection to him through them and um, and stuff like that. So, you know, I've got that going on right now, but uh, yeah, it'll change. It'll, it'll morph, you know, morph. uh, But they will never, ever be gone, gone. Our loved ones don't do that. And when we need them and we call on them, they'll show up. They just, you know, you know, what do you need? I was, we were in Tahiti. What, 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 do, you, what do you want? You know? Exactly. <laughs> they're not, make it, they're not make just it like hanging out. Julia, yeah. Make things to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but that'll be, that'll be okay, too. It'll be okay. Somehow, I'm going to make it. Well, well sister, I think sometimes so amazing. I think sometimes they do that. They come back to visit us to make sure we are okay. And yeah. when and like you said when they're together, 
they'll just move on. But it probably won't be quickly. I think they'll still hang out with you for a while to make sure you are okay. Yeah, that will take and, a while. So, yeah. And, you know, well, it might not take as long as you think because you're already manifesting we'll this amazing romance. You're, oh, you're working point. on this point, phenomenal knock-your-socks-off romance that's going to make right. the rest of the world go, what in the heck? How yeah. do I get me some of that? So that's a very, in, very good point. When you're in that kind of a relationship, that's here and now in the present, in the physical. And your parents are going to know that you don't need them as much anymore. Right. That is such a good point. I forgot. Good timing on the uh, item number four on the uh, resolution list. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I hope that now folks can play this back, right? Yes. Okay, and, great. Because, you yeah, know, and, and if they, they can... forgot to take notes and stuff, yeah. And I, I will promote it on uh, Facebook from time to time and also on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm excited yeah. because, <laughs> because I just you know I saw that. Say yeah. that again? Well, I was going to say that's awesome because even if they miss it before um, New Year's Eve, this is what we talked about today is stuff that it's always, it's any day. Exactly. And, well, I was just looking at the calendar and I realized that New Year's Day is on a Monday. I'm nice. not going to want to um, do a show that day. But what Me I neither. will do is <laughs> I'm going to, I'll download this myself and I will then replay it as an encore. Oh, that's good. Happy yeah. New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy I'm excited. Year. 2024. That means you and I've been doing this for almost three years. Oh, my God. That's amazing. We started, we started we didn't know what was going to happen. On January 11th, three years ago. And it's just uh, been amazing. A, an amazing trip. Yeah. Totally. Incredible. Well, I love you. I love you, and, and I, I love all of our listeners. I'm so excited yes. to, to be able to share tips with them so that they can yeah. ease into the new year as manifestors and be less stressed today doing it. And on that right. note, I'm going to say adios, my babies. And uh, Jillian, I can't wait Bye-bye. to see the new do and see how the hair looks when you get that done. I'm excited for you. Absolutely. I will um, Instagram it too. Ask the Conscious Cougar on Instagram. Yay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Be Unique Radio's Manifest Monday show with Mary Brotherton. Come back every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern for more guidance 
on creating your ideal life. If you have questions about manifesting your happiness, email manifestmondayshow at gmail.com and Mary will respond on a future episode. Remember, friends, the fastest way to manifest your dreams is to speak them into existence in positive present terms and to always remain grateful. See you next time.